coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Here's Rick and Bubba. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the team is all here. Uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubsy. Great, glad to be here. And on the line, we have the weatherman, yeah. James Fan. Yep. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty James Fan. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man, Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a an official hurricane now, baby. Here it comes. Updates on the hurricane. James Spann, we have a hurricane. We do have a hurricane. And I got, can you guys help us with the pronunciation? How do you Isaias. say this thing? Isaias. Yeah, Isaias. Is that close? Is that, Is that correct? Guys. That's it. Isaias. Uh, Isaias. You know, I, I, I didn't know anybody by this name growing up in Butler County, Alabama. I, I just didn't. So we, we, we had to learn how to say it. And, and, and already it's, there's conflict. I mean, so, some guy chewed me out this morning on the face bag because I'm not saying it right. Uh, uh, but, but the official, all, all I can do is use the guide from the National Hurricane Center, the pronunciation guide. You, uh, you know, these guys are responsible for naming these things. Actually, it's the WMO, the World Meteorological Organization. But anyway, their, their guide is Isa Eas. Say it again. Isa Eas. Isa Eas. Isa Isa. Isa Guys, say it regular. I'm saying it. That's how I say it. Isa Eas. Is that right? Isa Eas. Isa Eas. The bottom line is we don't name them. We just forecast them, okay? I mean, that's that's how it works in our end here. Isa Eas. Here's the problem. All of these, they're, they're kind of running out of I names because if you think of all of the I names that have been retired, right. there's a bunch of them. Remember Ivan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in 2004, Ivan is retired. Irma, remember that one? That was a horrible hurricane. That's oh, retired. Irma. And a horrible name, frankly. Uh, yeah. Uh, Irene, Ike. Ike was a huge Yeah, you know, big Ike problem. was trouble. All, he was abusive. Greg. All of these I, I names have been retired. So, you know, we're down to some different names. I mean, I would probably have chosen like Ian. How about that? There you Ian, go. That's Ian's easy good. to say. Yeah, Ian's good. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're very excited about the next one that will be Josephine. We can say that easily. <laughs> um, but no, so, so uh, uh, Issa Eas it became a hurricane last Issa night. Uh, the hurricane hunters flew in about 11 o'clock local time. And they found uh, 80 mile per hour winds down at the surface. And so it was categorized as a hurricane. The sun is up over the system this morning. It looks pretty good. You've got these deep pockets of convection. And uh, it's going to be side swiping the Atlantic coast of Florida this weekend. And uh, it'll be kind of a close call. We don't think this will become a larger hurricane in the short term. Uh, this most likely will be a Category 1 passing just east of cities like Fort Lauderdale, Daytona Beach, and then beginning to hook northeast. And so what the Hurricane Center has done for the Florida Atlantic coast, there is a tropical storm watch in effect for the possibility of tropical storm force winds. We think the highest wind, the biggest impact will stay offshore. But still, there could be obviously windy and wet conditions on that east coast of Florida. And understand not the panhandle. This is the peninsula. One thing I've learned, guys, people struggle with geography. Oh, yes. Uh, we, we, <laughs> um, how <laughs> oh, can yes. I say this kindly? It's too we late for that. It's too late for that. <laughs> geography literacy problem in this country. Uh, and you've heard me, you know, go off the rails about this. I mean, I, I get unhinged 
sometimes, but people don't know how to find their house on a map because now with phones, you just talk into it and then you turn by turn directions. But anyway, the deal is the panhandle will not be affected. That's Panama City Beach, (laughs) Destin, Pensacola. No impact, beautiful weather. You have no problems. Go, enjoy. It's going to be a great weekend. Because if you throw out the word Florida, if you throw out the word Florida, then of course all the panhandle people believe, well, that's where Florida is. Right. (laughs) So uh, understand that there's a lot more to Florida than the panhandle, the peninsula. This is Jacksonville down to Daytona and Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach and Miami and Tampa Bay and St. Pete and Orlando. That's the peninsula. Uh, and the East Coast is going to be the area that's going to have the problems here. No. James? Hello, Hello James. Hello. Hello. Look, he froze. I know. We've never they, had anybody they freeze him. like that. They got, him. they got him. And James, James usually is the, mm-hmm. the highest quality, too. I know. Look at I, I kind of want to save that picture of him, though, don't you? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that is a great picture, by it the way. Is. So, Look at that. Free so, frame that one, yeah. Adler. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Hang we on to that one. when we lose him next time. In, any idea what ha- what to do here? I don't know. Isaias got him. I don't know. Isaias. I, I think Isaias um, has done taking out Span. Oh, wait, Span. Wait, wait. Are you back? Span. I think we're. I think we're back. Yeah, okay. we got video. The last thing now. you said was you were telling us where it was going to track on the peninsula, and then we lost you. Yeah. Uh, so w- the deal is for people in Jacksonville, Daytona Beach, Vero Beach, Cocoa Beach, West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. It's going to be windy and wet. This weekend, maybe tropical storm force winds, the main impact a little offshore. I I honestly think the biggest impact is going to be farther north. And once this thing begins to hook northeast, the, the Gulf Stream waters are awfully warm. And I wouldn't be shocked if this were to ramp up to a Category 2 hurricane, maybe even some chance of a low-end Category 3 as it approaches the coast of North Carolina Monday. So everybody from Charleston up to the Outer Banks of North Carolina really need to focus on this. I know in the short term, the attention is the east coast of Florida. But for our friends on the coast of the Carolinas, your issue comes Monday. And this thing could make landfall uh, somewhere, probably above Myrtle Beach, up toward Cape Fear, North Carolina, and then come right across the Outer Banks. And from there, it's going to wind up around Cape Cod Tuesday night. Here's the good thing about this, guys. It's moving. You know, we've had some hurricanes in recent years. It just sits there and it just spins and spins and the rain amounts are off the chart. This one is going to be racing along at a good forward clip. So it's not going to sit there. So, you know, the the flooding issue, it's not the big deal. It's going to be the storm surge problem. So everybody on the Atlantic coast needs to pay attention, but especially those that are on the uh, coast of the Carolinas, especially above Charleston, up toward the uh, coast of North Carolina and the Outer Banks, uh, because that's going to be a really rough ride on Monday. And we should mention, guys, real quickly, we have two other waves out there. You know, this is the time of the year where the wave train cranks up. you got multiple waves coming off the coast of Africa. We've got one in the middle of the Atlantic, just a low-end chance of development. That's going to be curving north, probably not affecting the United States. There's a third wave near the coast of Africa. That's kind of drifting north. So other than Isaias, there's nothing you know threatening the United States for the next seven to 10 days. And for the Gulf Coast, 
the Gulf of Mexico, no systems for the next five to seven days. But remember, the season is young. The big months are August and September. So we have concern that it's going to shake and bake out there. We've already had a bunch this year, but uh, and most of the systems this year have been junk systems, just trash, little systems out in the middle of nowhere. They last for a day. These big ones, the nasty ones, typically come in August and September. So strap in. It's 2020. Now, James, if you're on the dry side of this, it could make the weather a little more enjoyable, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And understand, guys, on on the periphery of a big hurricane, there is an area of sinking air. The fancy science word is subsidence. And if you're in that sinking air, and I'll give you an example of some of the states that will be in the sinking air over the weekend, especially Sunday and Monday, uh, states like Tennessee and Alabama. Once you get to Sunday, the air begins to sink and you dry out and it's sunny and you get an offshore flow coming in from the north. That's continental air, not coming in from the south. So it can actually make the weather pretty decent for parts of the area on the far edge of these things. Uh, so you're right. Uh, you know, and, and the good side is the west side. That is the on the offshore flow side. So again, you know, Destin, Panama City Beach, Gulf Shores, weather's going to be just great this weekend. No impact whatsoever, despite what you might hear on social media. This no, I know. This information <laughs> floating around. On face bag? Are you kidding me, Jack? <laughs> the tweeter and the face bag. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, James. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a good weekend. Y'all have a good You too. All right, man. Have fun staring at that satellite. Image. That's right. Yeah. Good luck with the name. Try not to be canceled. All right, we'll uh, we'll be back. <laughs> more more Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey y'all, this is Blake Shelton, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 21 minutes past the hour. All right, a couple of updates uh, for you, uh, Bubba. We we go to the never-ending, uh, most confusing, hard to follow. COVID nineteen attempt to follow the science. Follow the science. Bubba, what is it? Uh, so yesterday we had that the Ohio Pharmacy Board had uh, prohibited doctors from prescribing uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine for treatment of COVID-19. Well, the governor there got involved, uh, Mike De- DeWine, is that his name? W-D capital H-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. He said, I agree with a statement from Dr. Stephen Hahn, commissioner of the FDA, that the decision about prescribing hydroxychloroquine to treat COVID-19 should be between a doctor and a patient. There's a strange Therefore, concept. I'm asking the Ohio Pres- uh, Prescription Pharmacy Board to halt their new rule prohibiting the selling or dispensing of hydroxychloroquine for treatment of prevention of COVID-19. And the ban did reverse it a few hours later. So um, I, I think that was a wise move. He goes on, let's see, where was the quote here? Governor uh, D. Wine makes me feel fine. I'm uh, going to have me a holiday. There was, he basically goes on to say that there has been some positive outcome on it, but the jury's out. 
We don't know. He but, said, but let's let doctors yeah. and patients work this one out. Well, Bubba, you and I were saying at the break, I'll tell you where I am on hydroxychloroquine. It's my body, and I should be able to do with it what I want. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> you can't deny me access to hydroxychloroquine. You can't do it. No, no. Nope. Uh, so there it is. So, um, so that, uh, and, and some doctors don't think it's uh, that's working, and some that's, go, you know, I'd, I'd certainly give it a shot if I had to. Well, that, that's, you know, how about let's put it over in the arsenal, and the doctors that think it's a good uh, good ammo to throw at it, they'll throw at it, and the ones that don't think it is won't, as opposed to eradicating it from the landscape of possibility. Right, right. So, that's the craziest thing. Isn't that something? <laughs> uh, so there it is. That, uh, that, that is an update on the never-ending updates of following science that doesn't seem very scientific. And whatever it is, you can usually count the days for a reversal. Yep. Uh, you know what I say? It's pretty regular. What I say on the COVID 19 update, we continue to make it up as we go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it appears so. Now, Bubba, let's get to something really important. Are we going to have college football? <laughs> so yesterday, Rick. everybody kind of got um, kind of got put, uh, it, it, people like they were awakened <laughs> when uh, one of the premier conferences, the SEC, finally came out and said, here's what we're going to do uh, we're going to go 10 games, conference only football. We're going to push our start date. September 26th, and we're going to push our championship game to December the 19th, so say the SEC. Mm-hmm. So most of these teams only had scheduled eight games in the SEC, so are they going to add other SEC? Are we completely redoing the schedule? Yeah, they are completely mm-hmm. redoing yeah. it. And the reason why I know that – Will is, you keep what you had and add? Well, I don't know. I, I can only say this, and you know, if you want to know what's going on, just look at the tailgate e- email. <laughs> and, uh, I'll so, tell you everything. So I finally got a tailgate email about the tailgate we're part of at Mississippi State where Big Love goes to college, uh, and they sent out something from Mississippi State that said, the people that are in charge of the tailgate, mm-hmm. they say it, everything now is revamped. Uh, we, we will get you an update, but, but our, the schedule means nothing now. We're all going to be given a new schedule in the next couple of weeks that will now adhere to the new 10-game conference-only football and start date of September 26th. So nobody knows what their schedule is right now. So let me ask you this from a financial standpoint. Because they're not having to pay some of these teams to come in to play them, are they saving money? Uh, if the SEC plays football – the one double A teams are losing money. I got that. No question. But if they don't have as much money going out and they've got more SEC money coming in, then yes, they'd make more money. But, but you got to limit on ticket sales, so that's going to hurt. I started to say yeah. you're, you're going to limit that. But that so TV money will flow. The TV money might be more than it's usually been, reckon, because there's not going to be as many people at the game, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how does that how does that all? Play how would out? you like to have the job of taking <laughs> an SEC stadium that seats one hundred thousand? And telling and, them that only twenty thousand gonna fit in there. And your job is first of all to figure out what that number is. Yeah. Then then let everybody know what the number is. And then decide who it is. And then you look at over the vast acres and acres, <clears throat> acres and acres <clears throat> of tailgate room and say, All right, now we gotta also divide these people up somehow. Uh, so Rick, let me ask how you, would you like, how would you like to have that that job? Rick, mm-hmm. so you have people who pay uh to be season ticket holders. That's a big revenue. Mm-hmm. For the university, are you going to tell some of them they can't be in the stadium? Yes, uh, I've actually. No, or will you just go to the people who buy tickets week to week? Will they? I mean, will it, will it just kind of push down yes. the chain? Yes. But where do the students come in at? I don't know. I was told by a season ticket owner that it's pretty evident it will work from big dog down to little dog. 
Well, yeah. yeah most of the time, whoever, that's, whoever, that's how the dogs eat. Whoever you know? gives the most money still gets to come. Whoever gives the least amount of money doesn't get to. But where do you put the students in this? Now that I don't know. You have to. You have because to. you're you're probably going to end up having to cut off some uh, paid season ticket holders to get students in there. Nope. And you know the players are going to want students uh, in there because of their enthusiasm. Do you realize how the fe- band? How's the band going to work? If you're a very spreading them out. If you're a very successful <laughs> on the field, I'm talking about mm-hmm. you're you know you're you're Stand. you're a, you're a walking dog SEC school. Do you realize how few of the seats? Belong to anybody other than season ticket owners. I know, I know. That's that's it, what I'm talking. It's about. not a lot. So no. yeah, you're going to have to tell, but, you're going to have to tell season ticket owners that a lot of them are out. Well, let me ask you this too. I mean, if we could follow the science here, I know, I know, we need sports. Okay, I know it. But from a strictly scientific standpoint, and the reason I, I say this, I saw the clips of LeBron and some of the other players coming in last night to the game in their suits, and they had on a mask. Well, as soon as they get in the locker room, put their jersey on, they take the mask off. And go out and play basketball and bump and breathe and I mean they're breathing hard on each other. So I mean, isn't that kind of a joke then to mm-hmm. put your mask yeah. back on to leave? I mean, it really yeah. it's just it's just Football. so foreign to us. Yeah. See, and I, what we do yeah. in America, it's just hard to to even wrap your arms around it. Yeah, I disagree with some people that think that football would be the most likely. I really don't agree with that for one reason. I think any sport that's outside is ahead of any sport that's inside because inside's worse than outside when you talk about spreading it. Right. These are vast stadiums, huge. And even on the field, yet yeah, you, you tackle people, but you're not on them. You're not around them a lot. And it's not like But people, Rick, you're yeah. sweating and breathing hard, and there's a pile of 10 of you. Yeah, well, it, it, it's not really the way. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It, it, the worst <laughs> thing you could do, I hate to say this again, is to be standing in the crowd at a concert or at a protest. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that is more passing of it than that. that, well, that, that like, all, all that is so far ahead of football or baseball. Or well, whatever. like, like let's, let's take basketball again. I, some guy's driving down the lane. I'm going to have – there's five guys on both uh, teams, uh, so ten on the court. You're probably going to have seven of them in the paint or right around it during that, and they're all breathing hard and sweating. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know why? I can't ma- I can't tell you about that because people who are supposed to know the science of all this, they keep making it up. I don't even know what's more contagious or not. All of it's just being made up as we go. But you don't know. You remember when – Now now we got some new thing today that there's, what, nine different versions of COVID-19 or – Six. Six, six yeah. strains six. of it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, then you get with the, the numbers. You don't know what numbers are real, not real. Coin flip, Rick. Yeah. Is it is it any different than playing a season with any other thing that may be highly contagious? We'll be back. Your phone calls are next at eight six six. We be big. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Phone calls. Phone calls. Phone calls. The real Greg Burgess has got them. Eight six six. We be big is our number, and there's room for you now. Whatever is on your mind, I do want to point you to allform.com slash Bubba. Allform.com slash Bubba. Uh, This is high quality, handmade in America, armchairs, sofas, sectionals, and love seats uh, going down to sit in the one that I got today. As a matter of fact, down at Oak Camp House. Uh, So uh, love this furniture. They send it right to your door. Uh, You're saving a ton of money because you're, you're buying it direct. It comes to you with a forever warranty. That's the kind of quality we're talking about. 
Now, I got leather on the ones I got because, heck, it's camp house. Uh, but they have other durable fabrics that Speedy might can help you with that are spill, stain, and scratch resistant. They're also pet friendly. Uh, Bubba, you'll be glad to hear that. Pass that on to Betty. Uh, mm-hmm. They even offer a 100-day trial, and delivery is free. And there's some finance options if you want to go that route. Uh, buying direct from their American factory right to your door. And um, I love this process, and it's really revolutionary, and you're going to save yourself money uh, on uh, what you stuff you see like at, like at a high-end store. Uh, so, so go right now. You'll get 20% off on top of what you're already saving because you're using our URL. There, how about being a Rick and Bubba listener or viewer? It pays. Allform.com slash Bubba. There's another 20% off right there. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Let's start with John in the great state of Mississippi. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone troll. Johnny, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm good. Um, my sister-in-law works over in parking at Mississippi State, and she tweeted out last night that apparently we have a schedule uh, for next year at Mississippi State. Uh, in addition to Kentucky, which is always in the east, and Missouri, who was already scheduled, were adding Georgia and Vandy. Hello. Hello, Georgia. Hello. This is the way it should Hello, be. Dogs. Hello, dogs. Hello, Georgia. Oh, I love 10 SEC games. This Heck is yeah. the way. I, I said it in the kickoff hour. We need to start purging these things that, that are useless in sports. This is a perfect time for that. Yeah, I don't want to see State play New Mexico no, State, no. which was on the schedule. I mean, by the 100th game in baseball, we know who the best teams are. We don't need 162. <laughs> right, right. I mean, seriously, let's start. This. Let's look at every sport and right. figure out what we can remove to make it better for us, the fan. I would go further to say a 10-game all-SEC schedule is better than what we had before. Absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I dig that. I'm digging it. Well, the only thing you don't get to see those good cross country rivalries. Yeah. And stuff. But are they really good? Yeah, a lot of them are. Every I now love now those Every kickoff games. They're yeah. always good. Yeah, I, I, teams you, you never see people play. But Bubba, yeah. I, I, I just can't be mad at an all a ten game all SEC schedule. And no. if you and if you want to come back in the future because we're cutting the amount of games, if you want to give me two that are what you're talking about and yeah. keep this ten, I'd be fine yeah. with that. That's fine. Well, you talk about a schedule. Bring it. <laughs> Of course, it's not going to happen, but I mean, it's still. Hey, the, well, I mean, no offense, but if you're adding Vandy. I don't know if that's a. No, but he, hey. they mentioned Georgia, too. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know if that's good for you either. Yeah, but I'm just good. No. You'd rather see Georgia play. I mean, than, I mean, you'd rather see Georgia play than New Mexico who, State. Who yeah, did? Probably was so. it Duke that Alabama opened up with? Yeah. So I'd rather have Vandy in a schedule. You're standing out, well, you're standing out there. It's 105 uh, degrees. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're dying in the stands. The sun's baking you. And you're like, we did all this to watch New Mexico State play. Yeah. Who cares? No, well, we got to get rid of Hams these neutral all. sites, too, because mm-hmm. that's you're giving money to people that are not even in your conference. Right. Jerry Jones is loaded enough. The, uh, Keep it the, in-house. The Duke thing was the exception. Most of the time it's not. I mean, if you look at look, Alabama, I'm okay. they've played Michigan and Southern Cal. I mean, those but I'm okay matchup. with playing USC and Alabama. I'm okay with that. Let's do a home-and-home. Home. To me, that's more exciting. Well, yeah, they, I do agree with that. Uh, why are we going to the I, I Jerry think, Dome for that? I, I think it's uh, a treat for the players and coaches to come go to some of those places. I'm sure mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm speaking and marketing about. wise. I think it's probably good to spread out too. They, yeah. They, yeah. Look, you go to Texas Bubba, to we're play. In a there's a lot of high school yeah. players watching. We're in right. a pandemic, Bubba. If you want to, I'm just saying, in a pandemic, <laughs> if I get a 10 game All SEC schedule, you. that's the point I'm making. That's right. a pretty good pandemic take solution. It. I will take it. Yeah. I don't know that it really from a pandemic thing helps but i mean that's what we're gonna do we're gonna oh, no do no, no. i'm just saying if i if my decision my season was gonna be watered up and thrown away 
I don't think we're going to get. I've already said we may yeah. start it, but we'll never finish it. Yeah, no, I, no, I don't. No. I don't think we're any more safe than no, no, going to safe. going to College Station, Texas, than we are going to Atlanta. To no, play somebody. Th- this has nothing to do with safety. Yeah. I'm saying, as a fan of football, if I was going to lose my season, and their plan for me not to lose the season is to cancel all the games I didn't care about anyway and give me ten conference games, that's a pretty good consolation prize. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And you're going to live out your postseason dream, Rick. Uh, probably half the bowl games will be gone. Yep. Good. Purge. Yeah, if we ever get there. Let's yeah. let's be yeah. cautiously optimistic. I know. It's true about that. All right. Well, I, what, I, some, I, I, we, I, we I need that I'd right almost now. give you a ban if we get through week six. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, they're going to have to stick to their guns and not crumble because it's going to get worse before the it, election. Everybody it's, knows that. It's going to crumble Everybody before knows that. They're not going to. They're going to have to st- just – Y'all saw, else y'all saw what happened to the Marlins. That's what's going to happen to everything. Well, hopefully they it's, won't let them all go to nightclubs. But, well, you know, well, yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> hopefully yeah. they won't be sneaking out in the middle of the night. Yeah. But what I was going to sure say college is kids won't. If, the only way you can get through a college football season, the only way is for it to somehow be treated like a peaceful protest. Hmm. If we can take the same mindset that yeah. we've taken for the protest and these big crowds of people all on top of each other dancing the night away, if if we can say we're okay with that, so why not have football? I mean, if you can do that, you might as well do anything. Yeah, it, you know, and then say people get sick. They they that's their own problem. They deal well, with themselves. Well, here's here is the difference. So you can have another protester fill in if I'm sick, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't have another offensive lineman fill in after the third one has got it. Yeah, so it's just it's just going to be tough. They're going to run out of bodies, I think. You know, the NFL is in a better situation. They've got that pool now that they can go draw from. Yeah. Hey, we got everybody sick. I'll take you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, if if we could somehow, Look, we we've never been to. This is all. This is all new ground, man. We'll, yeah. we'll see. Every week will be a little different. To Dustin and Montgomery, Dustin, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, speaking of the SEC is. Anybody talk to Dickie Nadmeyer? I'm sure he's pretty upset this morning. Yeah, matter of fact, kickoff hour had a call in. Uh, Nadmeyer called this morning during mm-hmm. uh, the kickoff hour, and Speedy, you guys heard it. He sounded pretty. He was down. he was pretty down because you know uh, he and Upbeat were, were actually they knew each other. They were right. acquaintances, and yeah. he was taking it pretty hard. Yep, it's of uh, course, of course. He, I think Nadmeyer called for Daniel Moore to do a portrait called "Too Much Bam in Me," mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's kind of a tribute. So yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, like we just we just got an email from a Kentucky fan, and he said uh, happy to have football versus no football, but he can't really follow the logic for Kentucky, which is his school of choice, to travel to Florida or Missouri to play, but they can't travel seventy five miles to play Louisville. Yeah, that's it's not about travel. It's not about travel. So he's got that's, that part wrong. No, no, the SEC said we're keeping it in house, so we make our own rules. Right. Because see, let's say like we, let's say we want to play, but then we go to play this other team, and their conference says we're not playing. Right. So they wanted to bring it all in. They're in the same club. It has that, nothing to do with distance and where we're traveling and all that. Right. And, and yeah. So it really has protocols. nothing to do with science. Well, yeah. It's, it's, in other words, the SEC. It has to do with making your own decisions. It does. It and not does. being affected by what other Well, people, and yeah. here's the good news. And We've had people who wanted to go to a 10-game conference schedule for a long time, so you'll get one and you'll see how it looks. Yeah. yeah that's that's what I've said. As a fan, yeah. I would be all for it. That's mm-hmm. why. And then have two other games that are some of these other things you're talking about back in the normal. We get back to normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like we've also said, the SEC can now make their own rules and go, all right, each school has to abide by these safety guidelines. And everybody's abiding yeah. by the same yeah. measures in place. Whereas if you were to go to another conference, they might be doing something different. It's their yeah. version of the bubble. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, when exactly. I first when I first heard, I thought it was about travel, and I'm with this this email. It didn't make any sense. And then right. they clarified it has nothing to do with travel and the miles. Mm-hmm. It has to do with we don't we can't be at the 
at the mercy of another conference's rules. Right. That's kind of what it was about. Bring it all in-house. We'll make our own rules. Control the money better, too. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Dan in North Carolina. Dan, 30 seconds. Go ahead. How you doing, fellas? Great. Enjoy listening to your show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am a uh, diehard App State fan and uh, season ticket holder for quite some time. And just uh, this whole social justice patch deal has just got me ticked off to where I'm done with college sports. Just want to know your opinion. Yeah, we haven't even got to that part yet. Yeah. We're still trying to figure out who we play. <laughs> you're, you're, you're bringing up the next yeah. the next story we're doing, NCAA, now to allow uniform patches for social justice causes. And I started immediately getting emails saying, well, if Tim Tebow was playing now, would his Bible verses now be okay? <laughs> I don't know if that's deemed a social justice cause, is it? <laughs> is, there, uh, is there a list of okay not yet. things? It's unclear. Not yet. That's unclear, and it's not just a patrick. They're going to also allow uh, Name on names the on the back and to replace the name, your name, right. that would normally be there. They threw in right here the new rule is subject to conference and school approval for each athlete. Now, the so, SEC could step up and go, we're not doing this. Yeah, or we're doing it, but, but we're doing it this club. way. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will tell you this, uh, and it's just been process of, of – of, this is no other statement than my own journey. I have, as I've gotten, old, gotten older and, and, of course, changed perspective on a lot of things, sports has become less and less important to me. This is probably not going to help. I mean, it, it's like because uh, it's not like it's not even it's nowhere near as important to me as it once was. I know, and I'm I actually enjoyed it, but it's not something I can't do without. You know, when you say, we figured that out over the last yeah, three when or four you, months. When you, <laughs> when you say, Rick, Rick, man, you still know, breathing. Hey, Rick, you missed a, a a big college football game this weekend. What'd you do? I went deer hunting. Yeah, yeah. Did you miss it? Not really. I don't know of any game that's better than a good day of hunting anyway. I know. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, if I had kids still playing, I had sure. dad still coaching, yeah. that's yeah. different. But uh, that's the reason why if I was a coach, Bubba, I probably wouldn't like 10 SEC games. But as a fan, I love it. Sure. Because I just want to see good games. And uh, Well, that's the thing. I I don't know that they're all going to be good games. Yeah, but it's, it, it's it. the, conference, the conference is more fun than these – you know, directional schools that the game's over by the end of the second quarter and it's a thousand degrees. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Continue, Mike and Gadsden, Z93. Mike, go ahead. We'll purge on through these last group of calls, and we'll get to something else. Mike, go ahead. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Hope everybody's doing well. We are doing great. Thank you. Hey, quick question. What do you think the ethical consequences would be when Coach Saban gives all his players COVID? I mean, they're young. They're going to get over it, and then they don't have to worry about it for the rest of the year. Yeah, the, the herd mentality. You know, that's, uh, hey, let's go ahead and yeah, let's I all mean, get it. Let's push through it. not going to hurt them. They uh, spend a couple of weeks in quarantine. Then they're good to go from then on. Well, look, I hate to be the follow the science guy on this, but I don't know if you've seen some of the reports lately. And again, we don't know what's accurate or not. I'm not a doctor. I don't do surgery on people. But there are a lot of people who are having lung issues and heart issues after they've had this, even asymptomatic. They say they can't get their wind back. They can't do this. Uh, One report said that hearts are looking like they've had heart attacks, that kind of damage to them. Had, uh, there was a girl in the news yesterday had a double lung transplant because of COVID, young girl, 
very young. So I, I don't know. I, I, that sounds good, but we just don't know the limitations of it right now. The science has failed us so far. Yep. Ken and Madison, go ahead. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks. Uh, I am a Desert Shield Storm Air Force veteran, served as a, a chaplain, and I just want to thank Bubba for what he said about the uh, the flag and what it means to the military and veterans. I performed uh, casualty notifications. I did military funerals. And when you present that flag to a surviving member of the family, for many, not all, but for many, that flag represents that they died for something beyond themselves. And athletes dishonoring that, they're dishonoring, uh, they're dishonoring pets as well. Yeah, it's just a bad idea. It, even if you have a narrative that you think needs attention, there's other ways to bring attention to it without being so divisive with some people that are never going to hear you once you do that, it, for the reasons you just stated. And mm-hmm. for the issue stated, honestly, you need my help. You need my help. You're not going to get it doing it that way. You're, you're not being wise about what you're trying to accomplish. You're being bullheaded. It, well, it's just, it's, just not, it's just not good marketing. I hate to, yeah. to use that term on such a serious topic, but it didn't. Sir, thank you for, uh, thank you for your service. I, I have uh, not only that, but I've had several uncles. I have one of them's uh, flag uh, in, a, in a case on my desk right now. Ray Ray, Alabaster. Go ahead, Ray Ray. 30 seconds. How are you? Good morning. Hey, guys, I don't know if y'all talked about this or heard about this, but I'm listening to my radio yesterday, and that Dr. Gucci said we all going to have to wear goggles, and we're going to end up looking like the mutant ninja teenage turtle from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did cover that yesterday. We, we covered that on the show yesterday. Uh, yeah, now we're, now we're moving into goggles. Uh, we continue Pete and Geraldine. Pete, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, hey, fellas. I, I don't know if y'all have heard, but... Uh, 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 Quit listening to the radio, buddy. Listen to the phone, not the radio. Secondhand's killing me. <laughs> and we're out. Yeah, I can't. can't uh, Bo in Chilton County. Bo, go ahead. Bo. I got two questions. One would be, do you think the politicians just put all the money in a hat so you can make the most laws? Second is, who is going to be the baddest and hardest Bama fan on the planet now that Updike retired. Yeah, I mean, you got to ask Nadmeyer to, Nadmeyer to step into that slot now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Dickey is candidate number one. Yeah. He, he held Harvey <laughs> in very high regard, but he knew his place. And uh, so now, you know, because even though the Nadmires of the world had a lot of Bama in them, not to the level of Harvey. And uh, so it's um, – No, that's yeah, – uh, yeah. that's it's close. It is. It's close. Yeah. But I don't know that Dickey Nadmire has committed a felony yet. I will say that Harvey Updike, who passed away now from some complications, health complications that he had, or as Fauci said, COVID nineteen. Right. Uh, and I, I will say that he put he put fanatic in the word fan. He really did. And Rick, I hate to say it, he's left Auburn a little short on their judgment against him. I think it was for eight hundred thousand. I think he paid a total of six thousand dollars. Going to come a, up a little short on that. A little one. bit of a deficit there. Yep. Uh, we go to. Uh, to summer in Birmingham. Summer, summer, 30 seconds, go. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, I was calling regarding the football. I work for one of our local hospital systems, and basically the way to prevent um, losing staff is that we basically have to stay quarantined. We come to work. We go straight home. We wear proper PPE the entire time. And if we do come up positive for COVID, Basically, we're going to have to self-quarantine for two weeks and lease pay for those two weeks. 
So I wonder if we can isolate our players. Well, I will say something interesting, Summer, to what you said, and I'm sure there's exceptions because it's also new. From what I've been able to gather from coaches who have been doing summer workouts with hundreds of players, <laughs> the people they keep having that come up positive are the ones that don't do what you just said. Mm-hmm. They're not catching it interacting with their teammates and in the workouts and all that. They're catching it when they go off on vacation, right? Uh, when if they, they go out and do something else <clears throat> away from the game. The game itself doesn't appear to be spreading it. It's what people are doing away from the game that right. brings it into the team. That's why yeah. the NBA yeah. bubble is working right. to perfection. Uh, to Tammy and Prattville. Now, what about those that, that leave the bubble, though? Okay. Oh, that's what he's saying. They have yeah. a protocol in place where they can't. They have to, you, you wouldn't believe the tests they have to take when they Love. leave the bubble and then have to sit out for like – you're out for six, seven days yeah. before you, you can even come back if, if you, you leave, leave the bubble. Yeah. Tammy, Prattville, <clears throat> go ahead. Lucky grass. Thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Well, I just got to thinking about all of this, and I'm a huge, huge football fan. Um, love to watch football all day on Saturdays, uh, not necessarily Sundays. But what if the teams played? I just wonder, you know, the crowd has a big effect. If the teams played without crowds, who would really be the best team? Well, it, it, it would take away home field advantage. Oh, yeah, home field advantage is gone. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. And we may, It may be an advantage to be on the road. Because you really can hem your players up. It's true. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Pete and Geraldine. Pete, go ahead. Uh, yeah, fellas, this is Steve, not Pete. Y'all, y'all rattle me calling me Pete. Uh, yeah, well, can't imagine you, that voice. Yeah, well, you, you guess you, uh, you well, got you got two blocked a minute ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I, it don't help. I've been drinking. It's been hard on me. Uh, we've lost up Dyke, and I've been drinking whiskey for since six o'clock this morning. And you know, uh, tough day. Uh. The Barners have vilified him, and, and, and it, he ain't a bad man. He wasn't a bad man. Well, I know, and I know his his family. They are, they are all grieving today, and you certainly want to be sensitive to that. And you too, as well, sir, um, who felt a, a kinship with him. As uh, I mean, Tide Nation mourns today. Mm. You talk about somebody took a rivalry serious. That is Harvey Updike. He meant business. Mm-hmm. He did. By the way, Bubba, if you leave the NBA bubble, you have to be quarantined for 14 days, and you have to take a test every single day. Hams, what I'm saying is that's no, great. I'm, no, I'm, te- I'm just telling you, you asked the question, I'm answering it. That's great. But I don't know if you've noticed, following the rules not a really a big deal right no, now. No, ask the Marlins. That's why they're not playing games right now. We went to a nightclub. That's right. <laughs> well, you think back. college kids are going to do that when yeah. their girlfriends get back in town and frat parties show up? Yep. Yep. No football. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Six minutes past the hour, 26 and a half years of people saying... You know what? I heard them. Not as bad as I thought. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today as Team Rick and Bubba is ready to go. Uh, unlike a, I mean, like a lot of colleges, Rick and Bubba University is now online only, uh, and we'll revisit that when maybe things clear up a little bit. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Look there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, well, Bubba. glad to be here, Rick. Everybody, 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 yep. everybody on Bubba, everybody on Bubba. Here we go. <laughs> Trump update to start the hour. I'm very uh, proud of myself. You can't 
always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some who you might find. Deal or no deal. I don't wear it to pay. It's my hair. About Trump. Yeah, baby, about Trump. 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 So, Bubba, what's going on with Trumpy? So, listen, this is a long, drawn-out report here today. Yesterday, Trump set uh, Capitol Hill on fire with a tweet saying that mail-in voting is going to be cause mass fraud and should the election be delayed? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I bet that stirred everybody a little bit. But that'll stir you. That sent everybody up like a rocket yesterday. Has anybody, anybody checked on CNN? (laughs) <laughs> is, is Rachel Maddow is she is she seeing a is she getting help? Well, Trump said later in the day he did it to to so the news media might look into the mass mail in voting. Now we're not talking about absentee ballots. That's uh, where you apply for a ballot because you're going to be out of town, indisposed, work, military does that. Uh, we've had absentee ballots for a long time, and for the most part. Absentee ballots usually do not determine an election. Usually it's already decided before they get to them, and there's so few number of them it wouldn't matter. So uh, there's been a few, and there's been some cases of fraud with them. But the the thought is if you have mass mailing, you're going to have fraud. And we already have four guys in California who have uh, are waiting to be sentenced for doing a procedure called ballot harvesting. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up, yeah. Now, what they did, they basically uh, took ballots and went out to people on Skid Row and gave them money for them to sign the ballots, and right. they filled them out how they wanted to. Yeah, we, we do um, have cases of ballot harvesting. That's real, and that yeah. was my question. What have we done to keep that from happening again? Well, uh, th- nothing, and that's one of the complaints. Now, of course, like everything else politicized in our country right now, the demos are saying, hey, we want everybody to vote, and uh, we have people who – don't want to go to the polls because they feel like it's a trap. They're going to be picked up, and uh, we want everybody to vote, so mail-in voting's a way to do it. The Republicans are saying, hey, it, this is the easiest way for mass fraud, that we can change the outcome of a key swing state. And without having a system that you can do this, that you can uh, guarantee it's going to be safe and secure, uh, there's no way. It's going to be a fraudulent election. So, again, you have two different totally 180-degree views of what this is all about. Um, I know I wouldn't have any problem with mail-in voting, and I want everybody to vote if I was sure that it could be secure, but we don't have that yet. We have several cases pending uh, about uh, fraud with mail-in voting, and uh, I I just don't don't know how you do it. Well, it's real simple for me. And I know it's going to upset a lot of you, and I apologize for that because you know it can, I, get, I get real upset when people get mad at me. But um, here's how it's easy for me: if the Democrats are for it, it must be bad. <laughs> if if they simple. if they if they are loving it and they're like this is the way to go, then I look I, I look over there and go I see y'all I see what you're doing. If you're for it, I can't be because mm-hmm. you you must have you must think this is your best shot to win. Yeah. I think they think it will get more of the fringe people to vote, uh, maybe people who are uh, illegal immigrants or people who might have records or people who are trying to avoid the mainstream, and that that number of people uh, they feel like would overwhelmingly vote Democrat. I mean, that that's the only way you can look at it, uh, and that that would give them an edge in a close election. 
Um, now, if one side feels like the other side is cheating, guess what they'll do? They'll load up to cheat back. And before you know it, we have an election that's nowhere close to everybody voting. Here's mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the upcoming election. And, Bubba, I'm, I'm willing to be all in on this. Oh, uh, what do we need to do all in? <laughs> Let's do that. Well, <laughs> well, we don't really have a topic. We don't have a topic. Yeah. But Mail in. If, if Trump wins, the Democrats will say he cheated. If Trump loses, he will say the Democrats cheated. That's yeah, well, that's, 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 that's already – that's, that's, they've already set up that scenario, yeah, both yeah. of them. Yeah. That, that's where it's going to land. No one will accept the uh, the outcome in November, ne- either party. No. It, it will not Just happen. depending nope. on how it falls. Yep, that's it. And, uh, not so, going to happen. But, but if <laughs> not going to happen. If you look, it wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. <laughs> wouldn't if, be prudent. If you go back and watch the Gore-Bush thing, which basically made Al Gore crazy, because he came. Imagine so- that scenario happening this time. Two weeks, and we don't know who won. If you're Al Gore, and and it did make him crazy. That's obvious. How many times has he lay awake staring at the ce- staring at the ceiling, saying, "If I just carried my own state, if I'd have just mm-hmm. won Tennessee, if I'd, yeah, ju- I'd, if I'd just if I'd just won my own state." Of course, they know but you that, best. That tells you a lot, <laughs> I think. Right, but um, but you know they kept counting that and counting that and counting that. Whatever the outcome is in November, and I say this to Republicans and to Democrats, it's not going to be overturned. So whoever wins in that election is probably going to is going to be the president, and you can cry and whine and. Demand recounts, and I'm talking to both parties. It's not going. Let me ask you this: We rarely ever has there ever been ever in history a time we go, yeah, you're right, that was wrong. If (laughs) you, for whatever cause you're in, and you know it could be whatever, if you are willing to burn down a federal courthouse, do you think you'd cheat on ballots? Of course, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. That's a small step compared to throwing the torch to. Well, it's no, it's no more complicated. It's no, it's, it's no more complicated than this, Bubba. You mentioned it. Let's just and I and in the beginning you were talking about. It. Look, let me give Bubba credit. He was he was a guy that says, I, "Why don't we get to the where we can vote electronically or mail in?" He wasn't against it, Mm-mm. but then you start seeing all these things that have happened. I said, it's got to be it's got to be safe because all you're going to hear uh, from one side is uh, we want every vote to count. We want everybody to vote. Every vote to count. Well, I want every legal vote to count. Right. Well, that is one person, one vote. You have to bring, come to the table say, we want to do mail-in voting. Okay. So what have we done to make sure you can't do ballot harvesting again, which we caught the Democrats doing? And until somebody answers that question. Yeah, and I think I mean, there was a Republican case in Virginia where something, uh, something similar to that was going on too. So, so both look, parties I, I'm not – yeah, I don't, I don't think – I think it's evil people who do it. It doesn't yeah. matter what party they belong to. Yeah, who would have thought that political power in this country is so important people would cheat to get it? And, and there, there's in, some people in, in, in that, either party. There's some people that might say, I don't have a problem with ballot harvesting. My vote's for sale. Well, you give me. Right. But I don't know if that's the legal way we ought to do a democracy. I don't know. I'd just like to see us stop stepping toward banana republics and come back and be a constitutional Well, republic. Rick, I'm sorry, but we've got one foot on a peel and we're sliding downhill. Well, we are. Yeah. We? It's yeah. a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? It's getting worse every day. It's uh, and it ain't gonna get no better. Mm. You know, I'm a, I it, this country's to the point now. Y'all may see me going rescuing the flag for having to fly over this. Country. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, how about, you could have too much respect for the flag to even let it fly. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. Just, <laughs> good night. Uh, do you think somewhere somebody keeps saying, "Hey, by the way, uh, I want to tell you, talking to the great I am, America wants you to bless them." He's like, "You got to be kidding me." Mm. 
And by the way, Rick, to, to make the point on, on mail-in ballots, you know, CBS News did an undercover test oh, yeah, yeah. of mail-in ballots. They were going to show how safe they were. Guess what? It blew up on them. It didn't work out. It didn't work. And you look at the details of what they did and how they did it, but it, it went south on them. They were saying, hey, look right here, and we looked, and it didn't work. No, it didn't work. We'll be back 15 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. It is 21 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. Continuing to walk through the stories of the day uh, as we speak, uh, there's some sort of COVID committee. that the government has, and, and Fauci, for some reason, has a mask on and his head down. He's supposed to give them some sort of update today. Uh, he said that, in his opinion, he thinks it's just a hole in the ground, but we'll see uh, if he's right on that one as well. Uh, you have to think about that one. That'll hit some of y'all later today. But anyway, so um, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, in that committee. I'm sure it'll be all just as clear as mud. Uh, so we we it's almost like Bubba and I just don't want to think you know, we, we already been through this with Bill Cosby, um, and that is we, we didn't want to live in a, a world that Bill Cosby was a sexual predator. Okay, we didn't. Yes. So we stayed in denial. He was a, I know. He was a huge influence. It was uh, hope on, against hope, Rick. On, uh, yeah. on what we do, and especially me as a boy, I remember listening to his albums and loving him and trying to learn his craft, and then we find out that he was not who we hoped he would be. And now we're at Ellen. Uh, you know, Ellen and I would not agree on, on a lot of things, but I never thought Ellen was like really, really bad and mean and, and awful. And it, it's starting to look like that sweet little Ellen is, is, is not so sweet. And, and, and it's like, um, my goodness, <laughs> Ellen's bad. Bubba. I mean, we're, we're, in, we're, we're in a world uh, where Ellen's bad. You know, Rick, what was her little saying? She said at the, uh, at the end of her show, she, her little catchphrase, wouldn't it be kind? Was it? I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she had, she said that at the it's end. Something like that. Yeah. And then uh, several of her uh, lines of merchandise was called "Be Kind" or something like that. What was it? Was that the phrase? None of y'all watch Ellen, do you? No, no. I, I didn't. Sorry, <clears throat> Greg does. He's never, never really love addicted it. to it. So uh, she's been accused of all kinds of stuff, and they just keep piling out former employees who are mad at her, and uh, it, it appears now that uh, we're, we're learning more about it. She's come out and apologized, Rick, um, but uh, it, her head producer may be on – his head may be on the chopping block as, as well as several other people. Um, but now the these former crew people are saying that Ellen <clears throat> knew what was going on and just turned a blind eye to it. Uh, sexual harassment, bullying, uh, no, not and a the, lot of not bully. Toxic culture. Toxic culture. Ellen, the Ellen show with all of its bright colors and, and dance music and giving away stuff and make, make, making people's dreams come true. And, and be kind. Why can't we all just be, get along? be kind to one another. Yeah, be kind to one another. Yeah. Except well, here. I, I Greg, you to. said you heard, you saw, sorry, Speed, you saw She's somebody being Ephesians. interviewed, in, somebody who, uh, Probably not, but but the uh, the, the, the she, is, she just didn't realize she's doing right, it. Right, that's right. But uh, that you saw someone who had been on the show, and they did say that it was that weird 
you can't talk to yeah. her. Don't uh, yeah, was a, don't well, look I've at her. Several stories, but one was uh, actually he was she was on his show. It's like the Today Show of Australia, I believe. And he said, "I don't have an opinion cover because I wasn't allowed to talk to her or even look at her, except during the interview." Yeah, they as far as off it. camera, he was told by her people that don't don't even look. She's going to be on your show, but don't talk to her, don't look at her, yeah. and don't have anything to do with her until you're on there. Well, I would say that sounds. Uh, you know, a little dramatic, but uh, we've heard of other hosts that did that. Letterman was very famous for doing that. He was kind of standoffish. Uh, Jay Leno was right opposite. He would just, yeah. you know, he was he was just gushing. Of course, Letterman uh, had ac- accusations as well. Right, right. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I saw Letterman show twice, and I did see him get up and go talk to the guests during the break. Uh, but a lot of times I think they want to um, – have a, and, and we've done that here to some degree. Sometimes we'll tell people we don't want to talk about the topic before we get on the air because we want everybody's natural response to it. We don't mean it to be standoffish. We just want it to be good radio when we start. Of course, the difference is we're actually talking to them about what we're doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And I think this is also right. – I don't, I don't think anybody's ever told anybody, don't look at Bubba. <laughs> no, you know, I don't I think believe, so. I know that one time. Sometimes I, employees – Now, they have been told were, don't touch his breakfast. <laughs> some, yeah, don't do that. Some employees were told that too, mm-hmm. like don't talk to her, don't look at her. Yeah, stuff like that. It's almost like could say it. A lot like that. Yeah, yeah but the uh, but that, but they said what's going to get her in trouble because as you said, Bub, and you are right. There's a lot of people in entertainment or whatever that are quirky about. I don't want to. I don't want to do small talk. I don't want to do that. But where she's in trouble is they're saying she's turned a blind eye to the things you mentioned: sexual right. harassment, bullying, yeah, uh, that toxic culture. And they say ultimately, if there is a toxic culture around the brand then that brand name probably has allowed it to go on. Now, whether that's fair or not, but uh, that, that's not that what they're saying? Yeah, but here's my point, though. And, and again, bad, good, bad, whatever. I was reading where they're talking about, oh, this may cost her her show. I think that's a little much. I mean, if people are that disgusted by it, then they'll quit watching your show. But as long as you're still right. putting a product yeah. out there, people want to see. I mean, well, you, the, the problem, I think, is, law, is the yeah, legality law, issues. Different. Yeah, and, There's no uh, law against being an a-hole. And, I mean, and, not. and the company that produces you break it every day if there so, is. That's right, I see the company. Yeah. We're the still co- on there. The yeah. company that produces the show though could ax it because mm-hmm. of the issues and yeah. the people well, involved. Yeah. Now yeah. that this uh, sexual harassment mm-hmm. thing showed up, but I was you're right. Game I agree. But now. before that, they were just talking about the stuff we were hearing about them rude and toxic. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of rough on people. But you're right. This other thing brings a whole new life. Yeah. All right. So we got sexual harassment. I'm even seeing racial comments. That's thrown in there. Oh, Bo- you, oh, bullying. Yeah. That's the big Uh-oh. three. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, the, the, that's the big three, y'all. Yeah. We're, we've hashtagged all three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They call that hashtag big three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've got. Um, she won't pay anybody overtime. She was a uh, resurfaced interview from 2013 has come up where she talked about not wanting to pay her staff overtime. Yeah, I remember that. Well, yeah. now, and they said the executive producer, Greg, oh, here's that term that we've heard for a lot of people, including Joe Biden, little handsy. Oh, a little handsy. And they're saying executive producer Ed Glavin, allegedly a little handsy. Speedy can be a little handsy. He what? Can. And, he and, and see. Pop me on the rump the other day. And see, he don't mean to be. Okay, but just, just with us, though. Rick, here. <laughs> well, that's he, what I'm talking about. Here is the thing, too. Um, Warner Brothers <laughs> is the studio in charge of the lucrative program. So. Warner Brothers now has, you know, they're opened up to legal <clears throat> issues. And a lot of times the only way you can get out of this is to go, well, we shut it down yeah. and we fired them. You're right. If I was Ellen, you know what my defense would be? Ellen, I'm this bad person? Mm-hmm. Lovable Ellen? 
And I'd just be it. I have no more. I have nothing. Have y'all say. not seen me dance before the show? I'm happy. Right. I mean, I mean, when I did it, it, go by the show, it looked like fun zone to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's not a bad and show. if that's the if, if all this I is true, then good night. Fifty million dollars a year. So to your point, Bub, if Warner Brothers is giving her fifty mil, if that's what she earns, she's worth fifty million just to herself. Mm-hmm. Imagine mm-hmm. what she's worth to Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 strange. Have you have you do you see her apology she sent to the staff? She wrote them a note, uh, basically. Uh, she said, "Hey everybody, it's Ellen. On day one of our show, I told everyone in our first meeting that the Ellen DeGeneres show would be a place of happiness. No one <laughs> would ever raise their voice, and everyone would be treated with respect. Obviously, something changed, and I am disappointed to learn that this has not been." the case as for that i am sorry anyone who knows me knows it's the opposite of what i believe and what i hope for our show i could not have the success i've had without all of your contributions my name is on the show and everything we do and i take responsibility for that alongside warner brothers we immediately began an internal investigation and we're taking steps together to correct these issues Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, Bubba. I'm but sorry, right there on TV, I'm sorry up on TV. It's nothing four. you're saying. We're not <laughs> laughing nothing. at anything yeah. you're saying. It's on TV four up it's there. Above uh, you. Right here. Yeah, I'm ESPN. Right above and I, I, want, I want to address this at some point. I've never seen a more clear example than our contracts <laughs> not being re- renewed. <laughs> yeah. then I apologize. To Bubba, you, Bubba. I've got it. Now I'm, you get it. I'm worried. Where's this fist gone? <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, Ellen has apologized. But, but yeah, y'all, yeah. Ellen can't act like her. Her defense can't be she had no idea anything was going. Well, it on. really didn't. All fair. If you look, it says P.S. I'm gonna get y'all. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> no. She says that she didn't know this was going on. Uh, still happening up there. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Take me, baby. It is 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. The O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Have you looked uh, and and picked them up? Uh, For those of you that may be uh, catching the show uh, out of uh, the Dora, Alabama area, uh, honored to be coming in the first and ten dinner to raise money for the sports programs there at Corner High School. Uh, honored to be speaking there on August the 11th. The Gridiron Men's Conference is on. They've added Michael W. Smith in concert on that Friday night. It's on August 21st and 22nd. Now, I will tell you this, and I got some emails about this yesterday, uh, and I think they're changing it, uh, but the Von Brown Center there in Huntsville, where the Propes Arena is located, where they will be having the Gridiron Men's Conference. They have the rescheduled date as a date in September. That's incorrect. Uh, Our date is right. It's August 21st and 22nd. uh, Gridiron Men's Conference, David Jeremiah, Steve Farrar, uh, Charles Billingsley. I told you now Michael W. Smith has been added in concert. Uh, Also Josh Rivas, uh, Phil Waldrop, and I will all be speaking at this year's Gridiron Men's Conference, first year ever to be hosted in Huntsville. And they'll be following a game plan that uh, is going to make the you know the seats. There'll be fewer seats than normally would have been available. So you need to go ahead and grab your tickets now. 
Uh, also, you can see other dates that are available in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events by going to rickandbubba.com. Click on events. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, we were, we're talking also, if you go to rickandbubba.com, we're talking about the store. So, and I, and I apologize to Adler on this uh, because we have no current staff picture, cartoon, or real picture that features him with his flowing locks. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, our, our, our but team. But surely, pi- you know, some artists could fix yeah, that. Yeah, the, the team pictures now, are they don't feature the flowing locks, and I know that's a letdown to him. But anyway, as you know, my wife is a huge fan of the jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. I am not. Matter of fact, it makes me like nervous to even look at one. <laughs> and so, you know, our our store started talking about guys. You need to do more items for people that are now spending more time at home. People are staycationing as a, as opposed to traveling. So we started doing some items, and and we threw some of those out there. You know, we got a beach towel if you are going to go to the lake or to the beach, and. Then we have the new hat. That's for the people that actually will do something. But then we started doing these specialty items, like we got a deck of cards that has the Rick and Bubba logos on them. Uh, those are really cool. And we have now a jigsaw puzzle, 200 pieces, of one of the animated uh, cartoons from some, some of our best of CDs that has the Rick and Bubba logo, big, colorful, and bold. And then it has cartoons of every member of Team Rick and Bubba. So I didn't know, because I'm not a puzzle expert, uh, I didn't know where this would rank on puzzle people mm-hmm. you know is this something puzzle mm-hmm. people want uh is it something that meets the puzzle criteria so uh so i got one and took it home to my wife yesterday and it come you'll see pictures of this on my instagram so here's when she first first laid it out she dumps it out on the table mm-hmm. you see the can, pieces. you see the can that it comes in <laughs> which is kind of a cool can and you open it like you used to open uh uh potato sticks yeah. you remember those yeah so anyway so it's um it's a remember potato sticks? I'd forgot all about yeah, those. The can. But anyway, so there, like the can. there's like the can. puzzle yeah, and and she, and she started working on it and and she wanted me to help and I, you know I just couldn't. Uh, I, I think oh, go ahead. I think I found a couple of pieces of of like Bubba's head. <laughs> Maybe the, but, the corner. But then she it's finished several. it. If you go and look at the second picture that I have on Instagram, she finished it and there, and there yeah. it is. Look at that. Rick, I want to frame one of those. Yeah, that looks good. I think that would be a good idea to frame that. But but there it is. Well, she and, put it together for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to <laughs> yeah, you need, frame it. Adler, I'm sorry about the, this. Is when you had the short hair. I apologize yeah. for that. Uh, but that's the only cartoon we had. We don't have a current cartoon. I'm car- offended. I'm offended. I know, man. But, but you know, maybe this is a sign from God. But anyway, so um, and then it has the. I love the logo. The logo. That's what you know. It the, does. It's all. I, it's really colorful. Really bright. Mm-hmm. Here's what Sherry said for puzzle people. She said it is not too easy okay. that you don't enjoy it. She said, but it's not so hard that you get frustrated. She said well, it's a I nice, like it's right there in that in that sweet spot. So I said to her, I said, so the, the puzzle's perfect. And she said, well, I, I guess you would probably, yeah, I guess that would be your assessment of it. But but she says for, for puzzle people, you don't want it too hard, but you don't want it too easy. I need it a little easier. And she said it's about somewhere in the middle. What was her pieces. strategy? Was it to find hair color? And she has this thing, Sherry. Now, look, I'm not a puzzle person, and some people mm-hmm. may be listening or watching. And I say, know I don't have hair, Adler. and they'll say, "By the way, I, I was I, I helped her find your head easy. I just oh. look for the bald stuff." Okay, yeah, stop but here. but anyway, Adler. What I was saying is this, and Bubba, again, I'm sure what I'm about to say to puzzle people is elementary. But it looks like what she does is she does the outside <laughs> frame of it first. She, yeah, you find yeah, the yeah. flat edges. Mm-hmm. And like, standard, and, and she'll do them up here, and mm-hmm. then she'll do the bottom down here. Now she doesn't do the sides. 
And then she has these two pieces, and then there's a moment where she draws the yeah. sides together to finish mm-hmm. the the, mm-hmm. the center. There it is. So uh, it was um, it was weird to watch. <laughs> where is Adler? That um, far right. Oh no, it, no, it, I'm sorry. The he's between second me and to the right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right actually there. that's actually Adler. He looked like that at one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he so, had a big boy haircut. I paid for that haircut. Yeah, I thought Hems yeah, was on both did. sides for a minute. Yeah, I did too. There he is. Hey, now it's a weird looking. Man. I look like I've been to the dentist and got galls shoved in my mouth. <laughs> you got the mumps. <laughs> let, let, let me look at this. So, so let, hey, I see the weirdest point is still my favorite. It is me too. I love that we featured it in the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, what is Pete? So, oh, hey, I remember bet. after that he rounded it off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he whipped it all the way back. Absolutely, that changed my look. So, Adler, do, do you have? You got a forehead looks like a billboard. <laughs> And I realized this is on the phone the fly. And, she, and Sherry kept saying this, too. She goes, I know you have a long face, but the puzzle really emphasizes I'm having to find more pieces to complete your face yes. from top to bottom. She goes, your, your, your face towers above everyone because it's so long. She goes, you're taking up so much of the puzzle uh, as far as north and south is concerned. But anyway, if you can go to Sherry's Instagram I, maybe that may be tough. Adler, I'm sorry if, it, if I'm throwing you a curve. She, curveball. Because she took a picture of uh, wait a minute it was on her story wasn't it it's on her story not on her picture she didn't do a picture thanks she put it in that was a slider there but anyway yeah yeah, yeah. right there look at this right here that's what i'm looking for you found it Uh uh-huh it it, let's just look (laughs) when you realize your dad's a puzzle that that's that's young broderick (laughs) looking he was like dad what is what are you doing with the puzzle i said well you're always looking at that looking for looking for he's like no you're not yeah really then He's, he's realizing one of the great things about where we live. There's the ice cream place on the way home. Yeah, oh, that's good. I mean, right on the way home too. Oh, it is. Yeah, right on the way. I, home. I realized the other day to, I don't eat enough ice cream. You don't need to go the other side you of the street. It's on the same no, exact. No. You can go through that ice cream place so easy, so mm. quick, so quickly. Mm. So Speedy claims you won't eat more ice. I cream. do because I, I don't ever eat any. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I, that's I not mean, in my life. I want it to. I don't eat a lot of ice cream. Well, I that's love not it. hard to accomplish. Is my I know, point. but you want ice cream? Go get it. You're grown man. I know. That's what I'm saying. I need. To. So, let, to. so let me I get ask, too busy. So anyway, so there's the puzzle. There's the review on the puzzle. It's available at the store, and also the, the, the cards are available there, too, and the other stuff. And more stuff to come, including Rick and Bubba COVID-19 mask, autographed by Dr. Fauci. All right. Um, <laughs> so, Rick, coming soon, goggles. Right, coming soon, <laughs> goggles. Goggles. Uh, do, we, do we come back and do we, do we delve into this, this other thing here? Or do you think no? Oh wow! Mm, okay, we'll, we'll look at that. Nothing. It's not important. We'll look. Oh at no, it's nice. We'll, we'll do it personally. Oh, I got. Oh, you. I got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just no. That's a lot going on right there. Yeah, and well, we, packaging's it, tough on that. Right? It is. It is. It is a. We've also got uh, some more stories out there, and Rick, we have some more facts that have come out about COVID nineteen. I don't know if you're aware of it, mm-hmm. but it's good news for me and Adler. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware of it. I'm aware of it. <laughs> look, I'm Greg. I get hung in stairs. Hey, look at that. What were you thinking about? <laughs> huh? What I like, you throwed your puzzle. head over, too. I thought we had a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> you were going. <laughs> I thought we was going to get sugar put under his tongue. Uh, yeah, I looked over and I said, yeah, there's that seizure I've been expecting. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Who's this, y'all? <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be big is the number. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, we have uh, ESPN is here on one of our TVs in the studio, and you know, I heard that the 
the Golick and Wingo show has not been renewed, and you can tell it. Uh, I don't know what's going on with their show. They they lay around like, um, I mean, I've never seen more of a, a laid back <laughs> phone in look. And then they got one guy. I don't know which one that is who, who, who wears his shorty shorts. Yeah, that's old Mike mm-hmm. Junior uh, yeah. over there. And uh, and frankly, he didn't have the legs for it. Yeah. Uh, it's um, <laughs> they're they 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 needs to get out a little bit. <laughs> they're, because I t- he needs a vitamin D supplement or something. Yeah, did he play any ball? Yeah, oh, Notre yeah. Dame. That's yeah. a Notre Dame guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's really was he center or right guard? You would expect him to have Left guard. a little more impressive mm-hmm. in the uh, in the. I think he's lost. Yeah, a bunch he has of lost some weight. Probably, yeah. probably yeah. blubbered him up. But I mean, the where they've positioned him on the catch, it's, it's almost like it's, not a, good view. it's almost uncomfortable. Uh, so well, I, I, I know they're going for like a, a living room set kind of thing. I get <laughs> well, that's it, all right. but. Yeah. You might want to go. Hey, look, no pants. shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get you some. We well, Lisa, if guys, this is every if, day with him. So he it, had he's seen the show before. Sure. He knows what he looks. like. You know what he says. Milky, well, maybe a spray tan. Something knock a little that white off. It's, you know what he's saying. I'm going with milky white, uh, skinny legs, and <laughs> yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so. I mean, we wear shorts, but at least we tuck them under the console. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just uh, I don't know. Uh, you can you know what that show is to me? They didn't renew our contract. That's what it looks like. And uh, and I don't know who all these people they got piled in there now, but but anyway, yeah, so I, it's just I look up there and see a lot of bizarre things when that mm-hmm. show's on. I don't understand its its point. Bubba, we have a, another update. As you said, more information on COVID continues to be made up. I'm sorry, continues to come in. <laughs> um, and Bubba, you said this is good news for you and Adler. Well, Rick, there is a story out today. That says if you are taller, you're more apt to catch COVID nineteen. What do we are we are we catching more germs up here? Uh, you know, I, Speedy, did you, did you print it out here because I, I lost my mark. Yeah, yeah, right there. Um, <laughs> so it's people over six feet tall are more than twice as likely to be diagnosed with the coronavirus. Twice. Uh, the global team of researchers. That's pretty obscure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, including experts from the University of Manchester. An open university. Everybody ever heard of that? Anybody ever heard of open university? <laughs> Have not. They surveyed 2,000 people in the country. What country? Uh, as well as the U.S. What country are they in? Well, they're Manchester. England? Uh, it must be British, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, What do they consider taller? Six feet or more. Okay, well, I'm in that category. I barely made How about that? It. I did, too. Uh, I'm trying to. Twice I've probably shrunk likely, to 5'11". Y'all. I think so, you shrink as you get older. Yeah, I'm probably, between, probably not six yeah, anymore. I'm between five eleven. Yeah. Yeah. The research found that taller people are at higher risk, which researchers say suggest that the contagions. How you say that? Uh, coming here comes is spreading through the air because height would not be a factor if the virus was only contractible through droplets, according to the report. So they're trying to use tall people and say they think it's airborne. That's what mm-hmm. they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yup. Serves them right. <laughs> it's safer down here under six foot, isn't it, Ed? Yep. All you people with your uppity height, walking around in normal size clothes. <laughs> it's what you get. Serves you right. Gosh. You would think that you guys would have more germs considering how many butt level people you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's good point. Well, you're down there by the butts. Yeah. Serves them right. Getting to getting to get on roller coasters at an appropriate age. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> Not ever it having to go up and, and look at the little man holding his finger up. That's yeah. right. Wonder, watching it, that bar just it? go above your head yeah. and for year after year, never getting a chance to get on the Rattler. <laughs> <laughs> year after year. Is it year harder as an year. adult and still not being able to get on? 
Uh, it is. It is speedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the rattler. With your, I love that. With, with your ability to gain five pounds and nobody notices, serves you right, you tallies. <laughs> you tallies? <laughs> so, uh, Toting your weight around, masquerading as being underweight. Going to concerts, <laughs> being able to see. <laughs> well, now that they're cleared out and they've got all the spacing, it's not that big a deal. Uh, That's right. You, know, That's you can right. see easily now. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody's crowding in a concert. So, but but you see what they're saying because I made a joke when you first brought this up. Does that mean we're catching more air up here? And it says yes, that is what they think. Mm-hmm. But that would that would lend it back to the old airborne. Well, yeah. you would think if it was up high, it's eventually going to fall, though, right? I mean, see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think that's both. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> man, Rick I, I'm going to ask a you. Lot of you know what? Yeah, you keep talking about that show. We're going back to soccer. Yeah, <laughs> right? I, I think I'd rather. No, no, let's don't get crazy. That's like a like a mini skirt. Yeah, like this, he's wearing a mini skirt or something. Of course, <laughs> look at us. Am I right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the legs for it. That's true. Uh, well, so, don't look that bad. So this is uh, this is um, <laughs> this is good news for the uh, for the shorter uh, community, yeah, the height mm-hmm. challenged. Yeah, good news. You don't get many wins down there. No, no. no we got <laughs> to celebrate them. We got to celebrate them, and we got to celebrate them a ton. Yeah, you can't walk a little taller today, though, knowing it. Well, not too tall. Or not. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Yeah, it's All right. been over. So the, they're saying that may suggest airborne, so we'll wait and see. Who knows? Uh, Nobody knows. Standing in the back row of class pictures. <laughs> not holding the teacher's name sign. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I bet you had to hold the teacher's sign every time, didn't you? I, I was I was up in the front, yes, with the teacher's sign. <laughs> up front. Up front. Yeah. All right, tall people in the back. Adler, come here, sit down. Here's the sign. Y'all, we Mrs. lined Claiborne. up. We lined yeah. shortest to tallest. We lined up year after year. Oh, I year. remember those days, yeah. And my buddy Noah, we were buddies. I was taller than him for like first through third grade, and then fourth grade, my whole world came crashing down. I was the shortest one in the class. He had a spurt. <laughs> yeah. He had a spurt. Yes. Dang By the way, my little baby, Ruby, um, when she was first born, she was kind of long. In like the good like 90th percentile. She was big. You were so fired up. We went to her follow-up. She is in the, I think, 12th percentile (laughs) body, 90th percentile head. So the Adler head genes are very strong. She's got a gigantic head. So That's because she's so smart and perfect and wonderful and beautiful. (laughs) Ask me about her. Ask me about her. (laughs) I'm trying to go easy on you guys, by the way. Like, I'm showing Greg pictures just real quick. Real quick. That's all. No, that's a good thing. I'm like, I've got the whole Rolodex. You open my wallet and like a million pictures yeah. come out. It's mm-hmm. not good, guys. I'm, I'm t- That's fantastic. How I'm in trouble. How's she sleeping? I am in trouble. Um, mm. She's actually sleeping really well. She'll have an, like an outburst that'll freak us out in the middle of the night every once in a while, <laughs> like at 3 or 12.30 or something like that. And you're like, oh, no, here we go. Here we go. But she's generally sleeping for, I mean, a good 10 hours. Wow. At night, yeah. So well, that's a milestone, isn't it? It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's so good when it finally happens. <laughs> The first time you wake up and you think something's happening, somebody stole oh, your baby. Oh, you panic. <laughs> right yeah. We have a little monitor that we carry around. We can see her and hear her and stuff like that. And my wife will be, you know, and, and I in the kitchen or something like that. And we'll just hear like a, you know, we're like, yeah. it's like we freeze. Like she can yeah. see us too or something. And we just look at the monitor. Try to like, wake her up. Please, please, please. So, um, but it's, it's wild. It's awesome. Her little personality is just waking up more and more every single day. And I, it's a, this is a weird way of saying it, but she learns a new trick every single day. Oh, like, yeah. okay, she, you weren't saying that yesterday, or 
you weren't trick. you weren't following people as good yesterday, or you weren't as aware of like. Well, she's in that improvement mode now. Yeah, like this is a door we walk through it, and she like looks at it, and you can like see her little brain taking it all in. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's right. Your father's a genius. He can operate doors, Ruby. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Never forget it. Yeah. What if all of a sudden you were sitting there one night, and also the monitor said, "We we'll just wait till I can walk." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you goodness. could hear that just as clear as a bell. Or we'll just, she's like. I'm going to start pooping in the middle of the night or something like that. <laughs> Which we're worried about. That schedule's changing, guys. And, and I'm like, 8.30 p.m. poops. We can't be doing no, that. we got to get back in the afternoon. It's going to cause some problems. <laughs> right. It's getting in the way of what we had scheduled. This but, isn't a size joke, but have you crawled in the crib with her? Oh, my God. It's not a size joke. You're saying that's not no, a size no, joke. No, it's not. I You're saying no. it's not one. No. I just okay. declared it. Okay. Sorry. All right. I was going to ask, gonna ask you something. This is not a size joke either. So that jumpy thing, it, does it jump higher than you thought it was? It does. It does. It's a blast. It's tough getting in there. The question is, how much air do you get under that? I love to watch the kids when they get that thing. Ruby, listen to me. One day later in your life, people, you need to learn to say no. People are going to offer you cigarettes. It's probably going to be a bald guy. Say no. <laughs> you don't give in to peer pressure. I'm giving her that speech. All hey, right. this is not a size joke, but do you use that baby bath support in the tub that you lay in it? I, I get Picture in it. Sitting it's in very it. comfortable. Okay. A little net. <laughs> this is not a size joke, but so you don't have to get it in the middle of the night. Do you ever wear a diaper? <laughs> uh, I've got a, a few adult uh, smalls from Ryan Greenwood. Ryan Greenwood hooked it up. <laughs> this is not a size joke at all. What about that little tub? Do you get wet enough in it? <laughs> yes. By the way, the fact that you guys are making fun of anyone's appearance on ESPN is mind-blowing. <laughs> Have you watched this show? Y'all's fat butts stuff your faces in front of the camera like it's nothing. Rick and Bubba. Hey, y'all, what's up? I'm Darius Rucker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive, if that is possible. <laughs> Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Haley Van Adler, all here as we start another hour, and we thank you for being with us. We have things to cover, so we welcome back Bill Bubba Bussy. Hello, Bub. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for spending your time with us. couple of updates. Uh, thank you for your response to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. Good news coming from that. Well, Rick, we understand that they have had donations from all 50 states and from overseas. Still got a lot of money to raise, but uh, at least the word's getting out, and they are getting some donations, so... If they can just get that 1.5 mil, they think they can bridge to get Space Camp going again. Yeah, so if you haven't uh, moved to make a donation, you can. Uh, it's uh, rocketcenter.com. Is it that is rocketcenter.com. Rocketcenter.com. You'll see how you can help uh, save, uh, really, a national icon. Yeah, and they're and right at 600000 National right, right treasure. There. And for the amount of money it brings into the Huntsville, North Alabama area, it seems like it would be a, a very good investment for uh, some of the local uh, governments to be involved too. So mm-hmm. hopefully yep. they can make that number that they need. Well, I saw where uh, our state is coming out with you know some other kind of COVID package. 
uh, where they want to send some help too. Surely we can work some way to help that too. I'm sure they'll qualify for some of that, but it's not a lot of money. So no, they no, got a long, they got a long way to go to get there, but yeah, but donations can make that happen pretty quick. So. Well, you know what? They're, uh, they're half a million dollars closer than they were. Yeah. So, so thank good. you, Rick and Bubba audience for another great response. And if you haven't, and you feel led to, then uh, help them out. These are the days of America. There's trouble in protest world. Something has happened. It looks like the Don't Shoot PDX is now upset with Portland's Wall of Moms. Now, who is... Uh, we, we, uh, it's protester on protester. Yep. Yep. Who is Wall Don't of Moms. Shoot PDX? Who is that? Don't I, Shoot Portland. Yeah, Don't Shoot Portland, I guess. Oh, is that, that what PDX? Is oh, that their woke, abbreviation? Bubba. It's they're an affiliate of uh, Black Lives Matter, but they are Don't Shoot Portland. All right, Don't Shoot Portland, an uh, affiliate of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they've accused the Wall of Moms founder, Bev Barnum, of going behind its back to register the group as nonprofit, for one thing. They say the lies are finally clear, and we're sad but ultimately not surprised that anti-blackness showed its ugly face with the Wall of Moms. The Wall of Moms, so, Bubba, are being accused of anti-blackness. Oh, come on, so, Bev. So, I'm confused. Bev. If, if the Wall of Moms, just because they registered themselves as a, what did you say, a charity? Uh, like a 501c type yeah. thing? Why she, is that? She, she filed for three registrations, including one to make the group a non-profit. Now, why, why does that upset Don't oh, Well, the, the Wall of Moms are saying that their leader has gone rogue that has caused all these problems. They're trying to. But how does this? How does this I come? How does this equate anti-blackness? I guess I don't understand what, what's going on here. It's yeah, as, I guess that's what we're trying to confuse. How is what she has done anti-blackness? It, it, the it, only it, thing I can imagine is they're worried they're going to start getting donations and it'll take away from oh, their donations. Okay, I think that's it, Bubba. Because listen to this: you hate when donation groups, you know, badly. Bubba, it, it's it's protester pro, protester yeah. on protester crime. It really is. Don't shoot Portland. Said the move made it clear the wall of moms was not started for Black Lives Matters. They started for themselves. It's and they're, they're trying to become their own thing, independent of Black Lives Matter. And they're, they're now that they define that as a lack of care and disregard of black women who were used to further an agenda unrelated to Black Lives Matters, which had previously partnered with the Wall of Moms. Please do not support this organization anymore. We need everyone to show up against racism, but it's even more crucial to prioritize transparency and accountability. Don't shoot Portland, which is a partner to Black Lives Matter, thinks that Wall of Moms has gone rogue. And it's saying uh, that Barnett, can you read her statement, Rick? It's at the very last uh, paragraph of the last page. Uh, it's just the one about five hundred one c three. Yeah, Barnum uh, defended herself on okay. the private. Is this Wall Bev? Of Mom's she's Facebook gone rogue, Rick. Is this mm-hmm. Bev? She's Bev. gone rogue. Barnum. All right, Bev's come back. Bubba said he found her quote. This is <clears> Bev's <throat> return fire. No pun intended. To don't shoot Portland. Uh, the announcement of the 501c3 really hurt some of you, she wrote. That was not my intention. In fact, it was it, it was just the opposite. Wall of Moms will be led by a what? BIPOC. BIPOC board. B-I-P-O-C, whatever that and is. And BIPOC advisor committee. Some of you that have 501c3s may know what that means. Wall of Moms is a group that supports Black Lives Matter, not a Black Lives Matter group. If that's not good enough for you, Phil, Phil, free to leave this group all of you currently volunteer your time please feel free to leave your positions if you don't like i guess how we've got it set up 
So she's saying we're our own organization and we're supporting Black Lives Matters, but we're not a splinter group of Black Lives Matters. We Matter, would not so be like Don't Shoot. Group. We wouldn't be like Don't Shoot. Right. Because they, mm-hmm. they are tied to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. We're our own organization that supports Black Lives Matter. And for some reason, Don't Shoot Portland says that kind of attitude is actually anti-blackness. Well, they also said that uh, Wall of Moms group, did not do enough to protect black women downtown. Because the Wall of Moms would like get between the protesters and the police, right? Right. And I they're saying that the they were not protecting the, the And one the, of the reasons why they say they didn't whatever. protect them is they left them down there. They're saying after the march, they just left some black vulnerable women downtown and would failed to support their safety. Well, the Wall of Moms had to get back and wash clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And, so, and then their leader went rogue. Mm-hmm. By the way, they just went did, rogue by, by organizing. I guess. By the way, people inside Wall of Moms want Bev Barnum to be replaced by Ellen DeGeneres. There you Did go. Did you hear Rick. about this? She can get everybody in line. Did you hear about this? <laughs> that is, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I'm just, I mean, Wall I, of Moms. We got a little hmm. conflict between. I'm still a little gray on how Wall of Moms saying we're going to be independent and still support you. Now we support you as our own group. That's anti the group? I don't understand. Uh, I'm confused. It's, it's hard to follow. We got a little, all I know is we got a little problem in the protest world. We do. A protester on but, protester. Yeah, when you get protester on protester crime, that's just sad. I don't want to live in a world where Don't Shoot Portland is against Wall of Moms Portland. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I guess I will. Uh, speaking of that, the St. Louis homeowner, Mark McClowski, uh, you know, this whole deal about he's been charged with unlawful use of a weapon. Yeah, this was the couple that pointed the guns or had the guns out defending their house. And, and all of this, of course, is going to have to run its course. Uh, the governor has made it pretty clear that the McClowskis are not going to be in trouble as far as the governor is concerned. But you still have to go through the process. The attorney general also said that. So, right. But yeah. but the prosecutor is still moving forward. Can I ask the question? So, so the problem is they have the guns legally, but you can't point guns at people if you're not threatened. Is that what, well, the, is that what it's under? Undoubtedly there's more than that because now Mr. McClos- McCloskey had told Hannity that they have uh, – the police have a video – that uh, there were armed protesters at his home as well, and he claims that that's going to come out. Said so there's a there's a there's he said everybody keeps playing the same clip, or tiny bits of the thirty second clip. He said, but this was an event that went on twelve to fifteen minutes. He said later the same night, the same crowd out in front of the mayor's house, uh, one one of them produced an AK forty seven and actually challenged a Channel Five reporter. And she and her armed guard had to flee. That's how peaceful that protest was. And uh, he says, if you see, you know, the entire uh, video, you will see that some of the protesters, even in their yard, were also were armed. You know, I know we had the fake thing; it was a right. it was a microphone, and that was not a, a right. weapon. Right. But he claims, aside from that, uh, that they they did see weapons. He said one fellow in particular pulled out two loaded magazines and showed them to me, so I could see the shells in the magazine. And then he clicked them together and said, you're next. Mm. So he says, everybody keeps showing only this 32 seconds. You need to watch the whole video. Plus they claim. And he said police has got the whole video. Yeah, that they kill, They were threatening to kill the dog and burn the house down. Right. So, well, when you break the gate down, I think you, yeah, I, I really yeah. don't have to know much more than that. No. no. I think that once you can you start pointing to, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, once you start trespassing. He's lucky they didn't fire off your warning shots. No, it, that that situation could have been a lot worse, mm-hmm. and it looks like though we're still going to be taking through the different political angles. You know, one one prosecutor wants them to be charged, and then found guilty of not using the weapon appropriately. 
and then the district attorney and the governor says, and when that happens, and if it happens, we will overrule that, and they will not be charged. In that picture, he looks like he's holding the gun on her. <laughs> it does. It does. I don't know who she's pulling that. We'll be back. Phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 21 minutes past the hour, phone calls coming in. Uh, We did have an update. Uh, Bubba's looking at it. Uh, Greg... uh, was that? Did you know about that? Did Greg catch you blindsided? Greg, no, Greg, uh, that, that was breaking news that Greg shared with me. Yeah, we have the NASA's reporting that the Mars spacecraft is experiencing technical problems and has gone into hibernation. Bubba, you okay? Yeah, the spacecraft uh, sent word Thursday that it had technical problems and had shut down uh, into hibernation mode. Um, uh, and... Rick, they they said that the initial uh, analysis was that the spacecraft might have got colder than it thought it would have because it was in the shadow of the Earth. But they said now the spacecraft has left the shadow and the temperatures on board have returned to normal, although they have not powered it back up again to its normal configuration. They said that uh, they're going to give it a full health assessment before they do that. And they do feel like they're going to be able to return the spacecraft to its normal configuration for its journey to Mars. Okay. There also was one other problem, uh, getting it to connect with the deep space uh, communication system, but said they have established a, uh, a link now with that. Everything okay? Yeah, I think we're okay. I think that's probably it. It's probably an abundance of safety and uh you know, Rick, oh, I told Greg, when all else fails, what do you think? You know, it's, it's a bunch of computers on there. What do you mm-hmm. think they'll do? There's a reboot. I know. Yeah, probably that's what I always do. I do, that. I did it yesterday <laughs> to get my email to download. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to Emma in Madison, Alabama. Emma. Emma, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Uh, hi. Uh, how are you guys? I'm We're good. great. Good. I wanted to ask an opinion real quick about how you guys feel on the schools closing due to COVID-19. Uh, well, I mean, you mean, uh, so I know some, uh, we, we give a lot of uh, autonomy to the school systems in our state. I'm sure it varies all over the country. Yeah, school board to school board. Yeah, yep. so it's kind of their decision. Um, you know, it, it's really a question, and, and I don't really have a dog in this other than the fact I have family members who are all teachers. All of my children are out of school except for one that is still in college. But uh, so I do care about my family members, and even within my family members, I kind of see a different range of of uh, their view of it. Uh, everything from we're essential workers, and we all chose to be teachers. So why why are we special when there's other people that are having to do their jobs uh, that may put them in a, a little bit of a, a risk situation? So are we as important as they are? You know, that was one thing I heard. And then I certainly understand, hey, uh, we're going into an area that seems to be really unknown. Uh, You hear one thing from, you know, our country and our so-called scientists and doctors, and then you hear something else that that may be different. Uh, So I understand both sides of it. I think it kind of gets down to this, as we have done with other things. Uh, Schools being open and children being in the classroom, (laughs) is that something that is essential to our country and essential to these children and their families. And if it is, 
then the teachers will have to should go to work as essential employees. If it isn't necessary and online and all of that uh, can work to get us the same product, and it's not essential that they be there, uh, then you know that if they can make that case, then certainly. Uh, but uh, I think that's the question. I think we take all the emotion out of it and all the different uh, agendas. It gets down to this. We, we deem that some people uh, in their line of work that they chose to educate themselves and take on, uh, you know, we also know that teachers go to work during a time of school shootings. Uh, if you're a teacher, you're at higher risk than the rest of us. If you go teach a school in modern day because of the school shootings we've had, and they have to learn how to train and, I saw one of them making the point about that. Well, don't call us snowflakes. We have to go through active training to when we have an active shooter, which I'm, I mean, we have. I have to do every time I go speak at a church these days. But that's just part of our life, uh, and certainly. But but I mean, you still go and teach in the classroom, knowing that risk that you're at a higher risk than the rest of us, and mm-hmm. the children are at risk. So um, is it, it? And you say that's a necessary risk. So I, I think we're down to is the risk involved in classroom teaching necessary or not? I think that's the question, and I don't have the answer. But I'm saying that's the question I think has to be answered. Well, aren't most of them uh, doing online for nine weeks or a lot of them? Some of them are, but we got some that have already started. They're, they're, they're classrooming. They've got masks. They're doing social distancing. They've re configured the classrooms and they're rolling right along well and some are doing they're going to do a combo yeah and and we had uh dr eric Mackey on earlier this week the superintendent for our state and he said you know there was a circuit breaker he said about if you get about 20 percent infections you can't you can't teach because so many people are missing out so we'll see i mean they're going to make an effort at it we'll see how it plays out to a lot of folks they're just glad we have football on friday night yeah now the alabama high school association where we live conveniently said for we're going to change the rule that school has to be in session to have to have gonna, fall sports. We're going to get that out there. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, wow. but and and there's football teams that have been working out all summer yeah. long and have had no yeah. problems. Right. <coughs> uh, but but we will see. I mean, there's just there's there is no foolproof COVID no, plan. Uh, it doesn't exist. And you do the best you can do with it. Uh, and you need to hear everybody's concerns and uh, and then make uh, make decisions. Like I know that some colleges are letting the professors choose whether they want to be online or in the classroom. I know that my one that's in college, he literally has his schedule and says, this one's online, this one's in the seat, mm-hmm. this one's online, that one's in the seat. I uh, heard yesterday from a college student that I know that said, all of mine are going to be online. And now I've already paid for uh, housing. And, uh, and so I guess, and if they don't have football, so I won't be able to go to anything, including a classroom, but I'm still having to pay to be down here mm-hmm. when I could be doing this from home. And I know there's one professor at Auburn that's looking forward to working closely with police this year. Oh, my yeah, gosh. What, yeah. what are we going to do about moron. that guy? Kid yeah, that, that story. I'm not too sure he doesn't need to be fired and the person who hired him. You're right. I, I'm, yes. yeah, I'm talking about – we're talking about Auburn University. We have this professor that already said he couldn't say War Eagle, and that's the – if you don't know that, that's the hey, – You know, he's not even back. taught a day yet. He's still yeah. about to start. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Yeah, this is all been this before he ever teaches. Well, now that's what he's into. Now they've got him online. When, when of course he was incorrect, which makes it even worse. Uh, when some of the the feds uh, arrested a person, and then of course he, he people started misreporting that the person had been kidnapped right. by some right. phantom group because they had an unmarked van when he was actually just arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, this professor put out to f every single cop. Okay, all of them, every one of them. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. And how would how would you feel? 
Seriously, I want you to think about this because how expensive college is. Mm-mm. How would you like to know that you're about to go in debt for your kid to be taught by this idiot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I mean, this guy's a piece of work. Well, I hope I, if he's ever in a bind for any situation, he doesn't call 911 if he's that adamant against the police. Don't call him when right. you need him. But can you, know? you imagine mm-hmm. Can you imagine that you've, you've got a loan that's going to put you in debt or even, even, I mean, yeah. you're paying, you look, Rick, Rick, you're paying through the nose. You're paying oh, through man. the nose for this idiot yeah. to teach your child. I oh, mean, I wow. mean, you, what you're really saying is, can I pay for my child to be turned away from everything I've taught them? Yeah. yeah. Destroy yeah. the whole, yeah. everything I've It goes back to James Gregory's thing about how gems were invented. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you know, do colleges go, you got any other people that send us money for us to indoctrinate their children into a worldview that they would loathe? Yeah. Um, I, mean, you, I mean, you've paid money to sit in this idiot's room. And, uh, and 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 it doesn't come easy. But picture picture you writing that check, mm. and and you p- you're paying for his class to be taught to your kid. Mm. Wow. And as you said, Bubba, paying through the nose. I'm talking. About. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I think the colleges, if they're going to go to something that's less than I paid for, I shouldn't be charged the same or more. I should be charged less. Because I'm getting less. Rick, we'll all hold our breath and wait on that one. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not rooted. Not. Uh, We'll take the rest of your phone calls when we come back. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the bridge. We're back. Going going back to the phones, and there's some room there. Speedy is taking the phone calls right now. SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, if you have not got your SimplySafeBubba.com uh, system yet, U.S. News and World Report has named it the best overall home security of 2020. Uh, this is an industry that uh, that could use a little restructure, and SimplySafeBubba.com has uh, you you install them yourself, uh, you customize it, then they send you the way you want it set up. You can install it in less than 45 minutes. They monitor you 24/7 for about $15 a month. Uh, and they have all kinds of technology where you can put on every single window uh, with the sensors they have. They have the video verification technology, which uh, that, that helps law enforcement you know, not, not respond to a false alarm. You can verify quickly that something really is going on. Uh, the, the cameras and the sensors will blanket every room, window, door tailored specifically for your location. Uh, the type of door you have, they're, they're, they're customizable to every single detail. And for $15 a month? And you're not even tied up in any contract or anything, and you installed it yourself. It's got a 60-day risk-free trial for you, uh, and you'll get free shipping if you use SimplySafeBubba.com. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, let's go to um, Tommy out of New Jersey. Tommy, hey, Tom, what's up, Ben? Hey, guys, um, three things. First off, people, you need to just rehearse your phone call. It's driving me insane. Right, okay, yeah. You, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I didn't think I'd have to go back to this, but here we are. Uh, number two, um, I have come to the conclusion that I am not needing to drink or eat while listening to you guys. I have spent my energy drink on my steering wheel and my windshield. <laughs> yeah, it's hard um, to get off, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, tell me, it, sorry. It is, hey, what it, can you do? Especially while you're driving. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Third, um, my dad has been bothering me about this. Uh, he wants Rick to do the Confused American at Walmart, wondering why people are wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a He's minute! Dying. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> if you're listening, tune it up now, because I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Tommy, thanks. Tell Dad we said hello. 
Yeah, definitely. You have a good day, guys. Hey, man. <laughs> Thank you. He, has, he really, he really. I mean, you got to rehearse your call. I love his passion. Uh, love his to passion. Doug. Doug's rolling. Hey, Doug. Yes, sir. Yep. You there? Yeah, go ahead, Doug. Hey, yeah, uh, what country was that guy from? But anyway, <laughs> I was wondering if you guys had seen the, the Alabama high school principal doing the uh, social distancing to MC Hammer this morning on Fox News. No, I haven't. And I was wanting to bring up uh, the Jonathan Kahn's doing a return. It's a meeting at the, at the mall in Washington, D.C. for the church, and you can participate at your home churches. If you want to, Jonathan Kahn, he's a rabbi, a messianic Jew. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with him. He's got, he's got some very provocative uh, videos and stuff out there and writings as well. Um, no, I yeah. haven't I haven't seen the MC Hammer thing. I, I, I haven't. I'm sorry. You okay? We'll find it in the break. You okay, I, I think This happened in our state, by yeah. the way. Isn't this the kind of stuff that, that you've tried to stop? <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yeah. This is this is why TikTok should have never happened. Exactly. Let's go to uh, mm-hmm. Ryan in Asheville, Alabama. Ryan, welcome. Go ahead, buddy. Good morning, guys. Hey, first time caller, long time listener. Thank you very Thank much. You. My question, my question is directed to Bubba or anyone who can answer it. Is there an astronomy club that actually holds star parties with telescopes that actually exist in Jefferson County or any of the surrounding counties? Hey, you're right. That question is not for me. So, uh, it, uh, Hamsey, you and Bob want to take that on? You know, Hams is the telescope guy here, but I, I'm sure there, there is, but I'm not aware of any. I, I don't know because I, I don't, I'm, I'm not out with a telescope. Hams, do you know? Did you get any offers while you had your telescope? I, I did not. Could he come to one not. of your ham uh, gatherings and y'all talk about it there? Or well, they, they, y'all talk about that at that all? That wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be astronomy. Really. So y'all don't uh, talk about ever, no. none of that. And no. I'm so I'm not giving enough to that caller because I'm I'm in I'm all in on this Talladega County principal wrapping COVID safety measures. That's I can't fine. touch this. Look, Bubba, 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 uh, Bubba, I mean, you, you missed it. Bubba, you, 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 what? This is Bubba's <laughs> world right you, here. You will love this. You will. Uh, you missed him doing the running, man. I mean, he, he, he was. He was completely... uh, is there audio with this? Oh, can it's we, a whole we, little deal. Can we play it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we can. I mean, yeah, I don't know uh, if we can right now, but uh, he does not. No, he doesn't. It's, it's, it's he rolling, says rolling. Rick. Rick. Up. Let's hear it. Right. <laughs> you can't touch this. All right, this is um, a principal in Alabama. <laughs> Getting ready for social distancing. Oh, he's got his My, my coronavirus hits me so hard. All the teachers say, oh, my Lord, COVID is stressing me. All the updates from the CDC. Lysol can't be found. I've looked all around this town. I've had no luck. And these are the things huh, you can't touch. I told you, students. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> That's great. You better pull that mask up. You can't touch it's the CDC, not me. You can't touch this. <laughs> hey, go wash your hands. You can't touch this. Fresh new rules and plans. Let's all be safe. Go wash your hands. So move back up six feet. You better not cough and you better not sneeze. Annotation. Hold on, let me check your temp. Not under your arm like that. Like that. You're all clear. Go to the back. Everybody says that this is too much. And these are the things huh, you can't touch. Yo, I told you. You can't touch this. Why are y'all standing so close? Back up. Every time you see me, Dr. Lee is sanitized. I'm going to keep my hand clean because the cases are on the rise. Now, why would I ever stop doing this while others getting ill? I don't want to be sick. I've been to all the classroom from upstairs into the gym. 
It's Lee, go Lee, Dr. Lee, yo doc, you're late. Look at the clock, can't touch this. Can't touch this. <laughs> this is precious. Break it down. Come on, Dr. Lee. Go. Six feet. Stop sanitize. Sanitize. Well, let me tell you something. That's hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. That, that, you know what? That's taking a bad situation. Try to have some fun with it. You know what? That is funny. What school is he? Stop! Hanitize! Uh, Did I see Cortland on the wall? Uh, somebody said somewhere in Talladega County. Yeah, Talladega County. Yeah, I'm not sure. Dr. Lee, that is. Childersburg principal. That's funny. Dr. Lee, that is great, by the way. Let's go to. Loving that. And Bubba, you need to get your astronomy class going. I'm, you know, I'm really our club. I don't have a telescope, so I'm kind of, you know, I just look at most of the stuff online. That's how I do it. To Brian in Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Brian, go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Good. Hey, um, good. Just want to toss something out to y'all. Have y'all seen the uh, PPP loans for churches? Have y'all seen the churches that are taking those, and what's your what's your take on it? Not I don't. I, I saw there was somebody sent me something saying that our state had said now they will offer loans for churches and religious uh, foundations or Look, something. The, maybe I don't the, know. The PPP loans are meant to help out small businesses, and to me, churches would fall under that. It's to keep employees on the payroll when they don't have the money coming in that they had. Uh, are are just to to you know it can go for whatever the rule said rent or mortgage or whatever whatever but if they qualify and they they fit the rules and they're keeping people on the payroll that they might have to cut back otherwise then I, I don't have a problem with it yeah do you have a specific question where you're saying that was there some just wanted y'all y'all's take on government loans to churches well to me it goes back to this if you're if you if it's available to you and you're a church this would be what I say because I would think this is how you would hope uh, the churches would see it. If you know, and there have been some smaller churches and medium-sized churches that literally cannot stay uh, open because— Yeah, we were just talking about one in the break. But there's also, from what I've heard from most of your bigger churches, their giving is not down at all. As a matter of fact, their giving Some of them's up. Some of them's up. So I would say if it's available, you know whether you need it or not, and if you take it when you don't need it, you probably are going to answer to the God you serve. But if right. there if there's a church that says our community we we really can't stay open because we've been hit so hard, giving is down. We don't have the money to continue. Uh, I think them uh, taking that would be fine. Uh, if they but, make it available to churches, I, I guess what you're fishing at here is a separation of church and state. But the Supreme Court ruled, I know last year, where uh, grants that were given out by the state to private. Uh, or I'm sorry, to public schools for various projects like playgrounds, I think was mm-hmm. the example they used. They can't discriminate against church-based schools for playgrounds too. Right. In other words, if they're making grants available, they got to take it from right. all schools. Yeah, and, right. and I think the churches, now I'm talking about, I know some smaller ones have been hit hard, but most of them, the money has not been a problem for the, the more affluent churches. But when you talk about an organization where somebody says, look, I've got my tithe that goes to my local church, and I, I'm, you know, I have the biblical belief that that is a non-negotiable. But when you have the uh, above and beyond that you give maybe to some ministries and things like that, those people have really 
taking a hit too because people are clinging to their money that they don't give above and beyond the tithe. Uh, and so I think those organizations uh, have needed help. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not against it being available, but I would be against the abuse of it. When you know you right. don't, when you know you don't need it, you shouldn't be taking it. Right. You know, just because you say, "Well, hey, man," I mean, we may not need it, but they're trying to give it to us. Now, I don't think you should take it as a church if you don't need it. Yep. Uh, so, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Yep. Yeah, man. See. I mean, uh, let's continue. Let's go to uh, Matt in Birmingham. Matt, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys, just wanted to get your take. I've missed a little bit of the show this week, been in and out. Um, Y'all may have covered it already, but just want to get your take and your thoughts on Dana Coverstone and all that stuff y'all talked about with him Saturday. Uh, you know, we we had a podcast. We interviewed him on the the dreams that uh, that were new. Guys, somebody sent me something yesterday where he's had a dream about wolves too. I mean, there, there's another that they were saying goes back to the end of June. Now they're starting to be multiple dreams. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 I'm not the one to, to be the, the judge of what is or isn't. I I tend to believe myself based on some of the things that scripture demands. And, and we seem to see that, that he is not a bad guy. I think he means well. I don't think he's trying to deceive anyone. And I think some of the things he's saying, uh, may have happened and will, will continue to happen, but I'm not sure that this is uh, some prophetic word from God because it doesn't really tell us what we're supposed to do to keep this from happening. Uh, it never, there's no clarity that it is a word from God. Uh, scripture seems to say that the only people that don't know what they're doing are people that, you know, still have somebody walk in from God and say, I'll tell you what this dream's about. And, you know, there just seems to be some uncertainty on one hand it says, I don't know if this is of God or not. On the other hand, people told me I was going to prophesy to thousands. I don't know. Uh, but um, now, I think but now he, they're starting to be multiple dreams. I, I think he's a good guy. I think he's uh, doing a, a good job as a pastor from what we know of him. And I think he said, I'm just telling you what I had dreams of. I'm not saying it was supposed to be prophecy or not, so I don't know. But I mean, you got to make up, you got to use your own discretion. If you just look at what's going on, though, the things he's saying might happen are very, very plausible. And maybe it was just dreams about things he was thinking about. I don't know. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. It's seven minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you guys for being with us today. Let's go down to the Sunset Grill. All right, so Bubba, wrapping up, um, we didn't get to we got a few we didn't get to Stonehenge mystery solved. Yeah, I mean they they've done some real detailed chemical analysis on those rocks, and they they say they came from about fifteen miles away, which is not near as far as what some of the folks had said before. But still, the fact that they move those stones that weigh tons that far is incredible. Right. So they're saying the distance, as Bubba just told you, uh, all these theories of how far they had to be carried and all that, it's kind of been uh, debunked. They think about 15 and a half miles. Still still impressive, but that, that takes away some of those rumors in the past. Uh, Bubba, we do uh, also on the Jer- uh, Jeffrey Epstein deal, uh, GMAX, um, there's reports right now that, uh, that GMAX has got the goods on a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Well, it, listen, 
if you're easily offended, you can't even read the headlines no. with some of the stuff no. coming out because it is going to be is going to be a freak show. And not so shocking, the name Bill Clinton is now surfacing. Right. You know, yeah, that, he's already been found in some of that. Well, as I said, if they were, if they brought somebody in that had the dirt on who ate the Krispy Kreme donuts, yeah, you yeah. would expect Bubba and my name to float to the top at some point, right? right. And uh, so, so yeah, Bill Bill Clinton's name with private islands and young women and horrible things floating to the top. Yep, yep. So we'll see how that that's going to be something. Yep, we'll see how that all pans out. To Danny in Kentucky, hey Danny, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Yeah, good morning. I want. Comment on that hydro, whatever chlorine or whatever. Say it I'm again. Kentucky, can, Say I, it again. Hydro hydroxychlorine. Say it one more time. Talking about this morning, the hydroxychlorine or whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, talking about this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hydroxychlorine. You know, yeah. On that right there, you're right about it. It should be between the doctor and the patient because how many times do we go to the doctor and they say, "Well, we're going to give you this. We're going to try it and see if it works," and it don't work. I mean, it's it's all right to, between the patient and the doctor to do that, I think. And I, I agree with y'all. I think if it's needs between the patient and the, the doctor. So. Yeah, I mean, especially something that's been around for over 50 years. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, what, this, what, what are we yeah. worried about? Leon, and I think in Missouri. Leon's Leon. In, is it Missouri? That's right. Uh, go, hey, Leon, welcome to the show. Right, listen, this is the first time caller, but I've uh, listened to you every morning. And I just want to comment on the 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 commissioner of uh, of basketball, uh, the coaches and and the players needing for the national anthem. Yes, yes. Sir. And uh, if you don't like the United States, you don't respect the national anthem. Get the hell out of, excuse my language, get the hell out of Leon. the United States. Leon. Leon, you're being yeah. a little saucy here Leon. on Friday. What? 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 Family. Do what? Yeah, it's a, you're it's being a little saucy there with your language. Well, I mean, the United States, though, allows you to protest. It's part of the USA. Okay. That's <laughs> too much feedback. <laughs> Leon, you got to listen to the phone, right. not the radio. I know. It. Especially if you're going to use some spicy language. If he, if he hadn't have turned it up, I was going to, just for our entertainment, I was going to say, i got to tell you I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just I'm kind of glad we didn't get to that point. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Let's go to Flip in Hendersonville, Flip. Tennessee. Tennessee. Hey, Flip. Check, check, one. All right. Straightening the curve, flattening the hill. One day the Lord is going to take us, but Corona never will. We're living at home, six foot apart in the house. We all wearing masks, even cat in the mouse. We're making our way the only way we know how. But that's just a little bit more than quarantine will allow. Yes, that's just a little bit more than quarantine will allow. And Tommy, yo-yo, that's for you, man. And there we go. <laughs> this is what day drinking gets you. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can see it's almost getting to the end of the week <laughs> i mean we we are rounding third like sid breen right now you know what Screaming, that is drop the trailer to your point that's the result of little little friday <laughs> <laughs> it'll spill on in from last night won't it? <laughs> to james james in huntsville hello james Hey, guys, good morning. Let's see if I can clean this up a little bit for us. Um, I'm calling about the PPP loans. Watch your mouth. Um, our, our church uh, took one, and uh, we've got about five people in the administration. Doesn't really need it for them, but we got about 15 ladies 
in a daycare that serves our community. And we took it for that reason. And I would say that if you're afraid that those people are going to be unemployed, take it. And the thing about it is you're not sinning if you take it. You're sinning if you fill out the return application and then don't pay back what you did not need. So you'll have an opportunity to give what you didn't really need back to the government. That's not a problem. And also on the football, you guys know this. I'm preaching to the choir, but uh, I, I believe I believe when God's people was in the wilderness, they built false idols called Baal, and he come down and destroyed that. So it really shouldn't surprise us right now that in our world, football, basketball, and money and everything is worth nothing right now. Yeah, we talked about that. When this all first happened, we all were, were saying that, that have a biblical worldview is, you know, God's taking away certain things to maybe get us focused on other things. You certainly can't say, look how busy I am anymore. Uh, and some of the things you thought you had to have in order to live your life, you've learned to live without them. Uh, and hopefully this time that's been allotted us, we focused on him and our relationship with him and where we stand and maybe doing some catch-up on some things that we always said were priority to us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.